Hey guys, welcome to episode number 25 of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey guys, I'm back here with Richard Nichols. If you haven't listened to part one of this episode or of this series, then please go listen. It was such a quality episode. And for this one, Richard is going to do hypnosis on me, which I'm Mm. kind of nervous about. I'm very excited though. Richard, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about hypnosis before we get started? Yeah, it's worth just getting rid of a few myths and misconceptions about hypnosis because so many people might have seen stage hypnosis on the telly and things like that, and maybe even seen some in real life. And stage hypnosis is a bit of, it's a bit of a con, really, because the reason people are up on that stage doing peculiar things isn't because the hypnosis is making them. It's because hypnosis can make people feel a bit more confident and a bit more calm. So if they're in front of an audience and they're being asked to play along and do silly things, then they're more they're more likely to play along and do those silly things because they're feeling more calm. But it's not really the hypnosis that makes makes all that happen. What hypnosis does is accelerate learning. Now, if you focus your attention on anything really, then the brain produces more of a chemical called myelin that creates uh, a neural pathway. I was talking earlier on in the previous part of the podcast about the the cornfield. The the reason why that cornfield in the mind and those pathways exist is because the brain myelinates certain neurons, the ones that get get activated the most and with the most focus, the most enthusiasm or the most passion. And if you can focus on anything, then the brain starts producing more of these chemicals. And like I was saying, the brain doesn't know the difference between fact and fiction. So if you think about the kind of character that you want to be or the kind of behaviour that you want to to do, and you think about it even briefly in hypnosis, it has the same effect upon your brain as if you must have done it for real a thousand times, so that when you do then put some effort in, that effort goes so much further because it feels natural. I think hypnosis creates kind of a bit of It's kind of like deja vu, so that when you go to do something, it feels as if it's natural, it's normal. Hey, I've done this before. Even if it's a brand new behaviour, even if it's totally new to you, it feels natural because you thought about it in hypnosis. Like I was saying, uh, talking about you've been framed and how you feel when when you see somebody getting hurt. It's been a long time since I've had these because my son is a little older now, but when he was at uh, junior school, we get these letters home that said, Dear Parent or Guardian. Please be aware there's a case of head lice in your child's class. Can everybody please check their children's hair? Now, he never had head lice because he's a boy and it's usually girls with long hair that get them. And I I don't even have any hair anymore and I never had them as a kid. But yet still, whenever I see those words, head lice, it makes me itch. Even thinking about it now, I've got an itch on the end of my nose now and you've probably got an itch somewhere. (laughs) But if you think about it, I wonder where your itch might be right now, Mimi. And that's just how the brain works. It doesn't know the difference between fact and fiction. So if you close your eyes and concentrate on something, even if it is just somebody's voice, literally as simple as if I just keep myself almost entertained or at least captured by these per- this person's words, the things that they say, if, those, if the language is structured well, 
have the same effect upon your brain as if you've done it for real thousands of times. That's how hypnosis works. And it's something that uh, everybody should learn. I think it's, it's a very, very useful psychological tool. Great. So how long will this one last? 10 minutes? Yeah, somewhere between yeah, 10, 12 minutes, something like that. We don't want to, we don't want to knock you out. I don't want to put you to sleep. You, cause it's, yeah. That's the only danger with hypnosis. People can sometimes be quite relaxed and they just fall asleep. It even happens in the consulting room from time to time. Usually men, <laughs> not so much right. women, uh, but it's usually the blokes that fall asleep, unfortunately. And I just have to gently wake them up by speaking a little bit louder, maybe if I think that they might have gone, gone too far. But it can be quite relaxing for people. And yeah, a good a good 10 minutes. That'd be quite nice. All right, let's do 10 minutes. And um, for you listeners, I want to do one on procrastination because I feel like so many people, we suffer from procrastinating. Like I really do with my phone and scrolling on Instagram and, you know, just mindlessly doing things when I'm, you know, supposed to be doing work or avoiding the gym or something. And it really affects me day to day. I'm a lot better than I used to be, but it definitely still affects me. So I'm super pumped about this. I hope it changes my patterns. <laughs> yeah, no problem at all. So any any questions before we start at all? No, no questions, um, except obviously if if you're a listener that's driving right now, just make sure to save this for later. Just be in like a very relaxed spot where you don't really need to be doing anything that needs your attention. Well done. Good stuff. Okay. So if you're ready, Mimi, let yourself relax right right now. So if you give yourself permission to get comfortable, maybe you choose to close your eyes now. That's it. And you take a deep breath in. Taking a breath through the nose, maybe holding for a few moments and then release the breath. That's good. And you're able to take a nice, soothing breath in. That's it. Feeling relaxed and calm, you take control over your body. You take control over your breathing, breathing in and out, nice and easy, gently. That's it. You can give your body permission to relax now. Your face, even those tiny muscles around your eyelids, just take your attention there for a few seconds. Just think about those tiny muscles resting. The cheeks beginning to feel more loose and heavy. See how that feeling spreads through the face. Just think about your neck and shoulders too. As you take control over the way that you feel, sending this flow of thought down through your arms as you give your body permission to let go of any tension now. That's it. Down through your back muscles, those heavy muscles in your back there, let them soften chest muscles, your tummy muscles, sending that relaxation down through your forearms, into your hands, down all the way out to the very tips of your fingers there, that's it, send that relaxation down past your waist, so that the whole top of your body just seems to sink now, that's it, relaxing down through your thigh muscles, your hamstrings, down through your knees, with every breath you breathe, relaxing further and further, almost as though you're breathing in calmness and breathing out your tensions down into your shins, your ankles, relaxing into your feet, 
relaxing all the way to the very tips of your toes, making a time and a place right now for yourself. Because now's a good time. There's a time and a place to relax, and now's a good time. Here's a good place to relax. Not just your body, but also your mind. As your mind relaxes, you accelerate learning. Even now, as you've been focusing on your body, slowing it down, already you can enter a kind of standby mode, relaxing your mind as well as your body. As you continue to relax there comfortably with your eyes closed, you can let your mind drift back to a memory of some special place. Perhaps a special place that you've been, where you felt good. A place that was comfortable and safe and secure and happy, or perhaps a place that you'd like to create in your thoughts. You can go where you like. Create a sense of peace. You can go there in your mind and feel yourself there, feeling the feelings you'd like to feel there, noticing the sounds of that relaxing place, soothing you. Maybe you can see in your mind the images of that place, noticing how pleasing this place is to you and you can feel good there, at peace with yourself and the world and it feels right to be in a good place, to make that world right for yourself, just the way you need it to be, in every way, here in your imagination. You can create a perfect world, a perfect life, and you can inspire yourself, you can motivate, you can encourage, incentivize, and persuade. After all, your personality isn't written in stone, your habits and behaviours are fluid, changeable. And you can be a different version of you with every day that goes by. Sometimes with subtle little shifts in expectation and behaviour. And other times with big steps, big changes, a new you. You're a different person now than the one from years ago. Different attitudes, different habits, different opinions, different beliefs. You've grown, you've changed, and you will continue to grow with every day that goes by. Continue to learn and change any attitudes and behaviours that cause you problems. And you can influence your beliefs about yourself for tomorrow. Changing expectations, creating habits, new habits that allow you to feel successful and motivated, strong and resilient, as you take control over the way that you think and the way that you feel. Because you've made some decisions lately. You've decided to allow now to become more important to you, to be more mindful in your life. In the past, maybe this was something you could have struggled with. As with many things that we struggle as we learn, that's okay. We struggle as we learn. That's how we learn. But you're going to find that over these next few days and weeks, you're going to notice something different now. You're going to notice how much control you have over the way that you think, the way that you feel, and the things that you do. Almost a sense of impatience that some things need doing. To feel the control you have. To recognise that there are some things in your life that cause very little benefit. 
There might be things that in the past you valued. Social media. The pull of the smartphone. Something that creates that dopamine boost in the brain that recognises you're connected to the world. But it was just a short term. What you're going to notice is that that choice will always be there, but you have more choices. Many more choices. And you choose success. You choose the behaviour that leads you to where you want to be. Because a part of you, deep inside of your instincts, is creating a new habit, a new skill that allows you to be more focused so that your attention can easily be drawn to where you want it to be, automatically now. Away from the habits of the past. Away from the fears of the future. Without hardly any conscious effort at all. That if ever you find your mind wandering to places that aren't useful to you, a part of you instinctively brings your attention to the topic at hand. No matter what that topic is, you bring your attention to it. You might even find simply showering, eating or reading. You're more focused. You're more in the moment. More mindful of the here and now. And this skill is going to become stronger with every day that you practice it. It becomes more ingrained within you. More a part of you. As anything that you repeat becomes second nature. And throughout your life now, you maybe won't even be aware of the effort you're putting in to make this happen. It just seems to happen all by itself. As if you've always been this way. As if you've always been this way. More dynamic, more productive, more appreciative of even the very simple things in life. Simple things that other people let just pass them by. You're more aware of these things. More appreciative, more grateful. Gratitude becomes second nature to you. And because of this, you're consistently contented, happy. And anything you do on top of that boosts you even further. And the optimism that you have, the positive expectation of where you take yourself next, always creates in you a feeling that there's something good coming round the corner. That you can deal with any difficulties and problems that the world throws at you, you trust yourself. And you can deal with it then, should you need to. But a part of your personality is noticing more and more the opportunities to succeed in your goals. Opportunities that are there for us all to take, but could have so easily passed you by if you're not looking for them. Well, now you are. And without even knowing it, it's becoming automatic to you. A habit, a skill, an ability to see the opportunities for success as you attract more and more of the reasons to be happy and optimistic. For a moment, think about that. Think about the person you want to be, the version of you that acts in the way that you want to be. The body language, the attitude, the smile on your face. Think about that version of you. Think about yourself being the way that you want to be. Maybe you see yourself as an invisible observer. Maybe you're watching that new version of you. Or maybe you step into that version of you and feel it in your body as if you're experiencing it now. See, feel, hear life through those senses. 
the senses of someone who knows just what to do and just how to do it. Because that's the version of you that you want to be. And that's who you're priming yourself to be now. It's becoming an expectation of yourself. Not just a conscious expectation, but an unconscious expectation so that it all just seems to happen by itself. A new attitude of rejecting the unhealthy. The unhealthy attitudes, the unhealthy behaviour, the unhealthy mindset that held you back from being the best version of you. You're finding that perfect balance now between being too hard on yourself and too soft. Between trying too hard to be perfect and not trying at all. A healthy middle ground that allows you to accept yourself for who you are right now. Accepting any faults, accepting any mistakes that you might have made in the past. And being able to see them as just practising becoming the you that you want to be. Practising becoming the you that you are becoming now. A strong, resilient you. A you that is open and receptive to these things. Receptive to new ideas and concepts that are for your benefit. Helping you to become the biggest and best positive influence in your life now and forever. So let's bring this session very slowly to an end. And I'm going to count from one up to five. And each number allows you to feel more energised, more focused, more aware of yourself and what you're going to do next. So that when I get to five, you can simply open your eyes and be awake and aware and feeling good. One, just beginning to come up a little, that's it. Two, a little more, and three further still, four, almost all the way up, and five to open your eyes now. Embrace the world and smile. Wow. There we go. I was very deep. <laughs> well I feel done. so rested. Good stuff. Well done, you. Thank you so much. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. I recommend that you introduce that sort of process and listen maybe to, to this track. A couple of times a week would be really, really good if you could just take a few minutes out because it's only, I, I wasn't timing it, I didn't see how long we were doing it for, but it couldn't have been much longer than 10 minutes if it was. Just to take 10 minutes out every now and again and uh, be receptive to all these ideas and things. It really does have a, a massive positive influence. It'd be really good for you. Mm-hmm. That, that 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 felt like three minutes, not even ten. That well, went by so. I'm sure, quickly. it was longer than that. We'll have to have a look, but I'm sure it. No, was it was it was probably twelve minutes, but it felt oh, wow. like two or three minutes. Wow. It's called hypnotic time distortion. It's the oh. same process as why time flies when you're having fun because you're focused. Ah, you're more in the moment. Mm. Wow, that's crazy. Thank you so much. I'm so peaceful right now. I don't want to ruin it. My pleasure. <laughs> Thank you so, so much, Richard. And I'll definitely have you on the show again. I'm sure my listeners will absolutely love you. And 
Is there anything else you want to say? Do you want to promote your book, maybe? You have your book, 15 Minutes. Oh, yeah, of course. I keep forgetting about that. Yes, available in all good bookshops, folks. 15 Minutes to Happiness. You can order it. You can get it. You can see the links on 15minutestohappiness.com. It's got the links to all the Amazon pages and things like that. And um, I'm sure it's in every Waterstones you walk into. It'll be in there somewhere. But it's available on Amazon, WH Smiths, all these different book sites, Waterstones and so on. It's uh, it's everywhere. 15 Minutes right. to Happiness. Very good book. All about these little exercises that you can introduce into your life that take just 15 minutes. And they're all been shown through all the research to have a, a very positive influence over the way that we think and feel to create a happier you. Amazing. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day. I'm going to have a nice peaceful day now and not procrastinate. (laughs) Thank you, Mimi. Okay. Bye. Bye.